welcome back to Black Girl Couch Reviews. We're here to discuss the final episode of Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power, Alloyed, written by Jennifer Hutchison, J.D. Payne, and Patrick McKay, directed by Wayne Che Yip. I gave this episode a comfortable 9 out of 10. I mean, I really disliked the length of it. I think it was too long. It could have been, I could have cut at least 25 minutes out of this bitch easily easily uh but with that aside i think that we got a pretty a pretty decent end to everything the way the the cinematography the way it was directed was very well done and did most of the legwork and because they put a lot of emotional stakes in the nori and stranger storyline that was able to hit emotionally more so than i thought it would and anytime i'm surprised by something tells me that they subconsciously even though i said i didn't really care that much did a good job of getting me there everything that was happening with galadriel and halbrin and Celebrimbor and elrond was mildly interesting i think i liked the confrontation more so than anything else but it was a lot of slotting things into place a lot of uh mentioning of certain things that i wasn't aware of as a lore hound so maybe on my off season probably not i'm gonna <laughs> look into this like if it's not mentioned on bald move when i finally listen to their uh i think they have three episodes the recap the feedback and the wrap-up podcast and i'm most likely not going to hear about it um maybe i'll listen to some other podcasts i don't know but i think the one of the strongest scenes that keeps me even close to being interested in the numenorians is between Elendil and the queen and i was surprised that my lesser known interpretation of that scene ended up being the correct interpretation of said scene which led to one of the more heartwarming scenes between the humans the numenors that we've seen because i can tell you i was beginning to just really write off that story arc as anything of any significance but they managed at the last fucking second to give me something at least worth rooting for or invested in in that particular arc I also was able to bring up the earth, the map of Middle Earth, which is, I don't know, fucking necessary when watching the show because I don't really know where everything is. And when I saw how far Numenor was, I was like, no wonder they are arrogant as fuck. They're pretty much the Atlantis of their day. So they're isolated. They have a lot of power. They're, they're pretty much as far good as you can get on the good side of things happening in the universe and now and now they because of galadriel and i'm not sure how much she's gonna get that information around uh, are united at least they believe politically with the southlands and that's gonna that's gonna be an interesting tale to tell i just hope they do a better job of telling it before we do jump into the recap, wherever you listen to this podcast, Podbean, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Amazon, Spotify, go down to the rating section, drop some stars, leave a review. My social media will be there as well. 
remember to like share and subscribe and if you want to send feedback on the next show that we're doing which is interview with a vampire we also got got titans on deck blackercouch at gmail.com so we start this episode because i did actually just uh go scene by scene and i did type up my synopsis which is something i haven't or i don't do as often as i used to do but with everything that i was gonna possibly be feeling i didn't want to be all over the place and i'm still sick so if i sound like i'm still sick it's because i am so in aaron galan the stranger is found by the three the three groupies sauron groupies it turns out that have been following him around to tell him that they are here to serve as they kneel before him my lord sauron nope i guess they really were doing you know ambiguous with him being sauron but i just i never bought it it didn't there's no way nori's face is going to be destroyed at all the hairfoots by the stranger being anyone other than someone good and possibly gandalf not confirmed gandalf but maybe he'll get a name next season and noria will pick it pick it out i don't know but while this definitely set up the episode like oh my god it's confirmed i immediately was like yeah this is this is the turn this is the turn right here you're not selling me on it i'm not sure if you were supposed to be selling me on it the whole entire time but i wasn't Galadriel is on her way to the elven city that I forgot the name of with an injured Halbrand. Elrond remarks to Celebrimbor his failure with the king arriving in another day. Celebrimbor wonders if they can do something more with a little bit of mithril that they do have or were able to ascertain. Elrond is ready to abandon these shores forever goodbye my lover goodbye my friend look i i lost a friend i'm banned from a kingdom i've done a lot in the support of our goal and sometimes we gotta know when to throw in the towel galadriel shows up and he is pretty damn shocked to see her they catch up on each other's stuff and things with him feeling bad about sending her off because he was being played by the king anyway but she won't allow him to drown any more than she against the tide that is coming at both of them even though i think that one has a little bit more a little bit more uh (laughs) of a reason for his actions than hers like i knew i needed to come back no you didn't no you didn't who's to say what would happen if if he didn't meanwhile Celebrimbor is flattered by Halbrand who beeline after being recovered for his lab so I'm always is Galadriel here did she look like she gonna be here is this the first place you thought to search for her it is far more comfortable with the work of alchemy and smithing than one should be who isn't even in the guild and is rather insistent that he combined the mithril with other ore alloys to stretch it out which intrigues Celebrimbor. he says it's a gift got you fam that's gotta be an emotional mind fuck for the elves knowing that their greatest enemy sauron actually helped save their entire species farazan he's like this is your gift for for giving me my uh giving me my groove back 
Farazan tasked the young artist to create a visage or visage for the king's tomb while spending her time because Erian is that her name I don't like her but she's doing a portrait and is mistaken for Muriel by the king and he tells her when she is queen she must restore the old alliance or the kingdom is doomed what did he say they've been doing quite a few things i'm thinking is supposed to come into play next episode with with her being or at least the farazan's son being so sprung on her that he's willing to create or not create he is able he is uh certain to do treason because he saw him do it like that whole family they're trashed together ellendale ellendale what kind of children have you brought into the world but maybe she'll be a saving grace because she you can tell she really wants to win this contest and considering that farazan's son really wants to get in her pants i'm sure she is going to win i thought that at the time this would be a good piece of the puzzle to get daddy back on track with the elves because she would hear about this particular conflict and would sway her because we know her to be an anti-elf lover so if a naysayer all of a sudden believes or is known as a naysayer and then secretly is a a force for the elves or maintaining the alliance or as they call the faithful e arian could be some type of interesting player with that but she is led upstairs to the future ball and peers into it and we don't know what happens from that scene other than the the king being dead and farazan being there and her clearly have adios out of the room before the next person showed up because that's that's all we got king gilgalad shows up and here's the proposal about forging the the mithril with other alloys and mad Kella brimbor definitely is starting to morph into a certain smeagol when talking about constructing the power of the unseen Kella brimbor proposes a crown that can have all of this power which would be given to the king and surprisingly any other lower person would be all about that like oh who would wear such power you would my lord he's like no no not about that life besides the timeline you're proposing is impossible and so while it's a good idea you needed it sooner still elrond is able and the only one to be able to i suppose uh you know asked for him to do it as a recompense is that the right word recompense he's like just give me three months i'm owed that you are owed nothing god motherfucking damn i'm tired of niggas god damn it i'm tired of niggas uh sir i just gave up my best friend okay i'm not back i'm not allowed back over for the barbecue i've done a lot and you've been playing me and not even telling me the truth and use me like a pawn and you go fucking tell me i'm not owed nothing okay bitch so he decides to throw his words back in his face and say hope is never mere not even when it's meager or have you forgotten your own counsel
Calibrand Boris has something that perks Galadriel's elf ears when he talks about having power over the flesh. Something she heard from, or he heard from the Southlander, or he thinks it's his own idea that uh, gave the Math- Master Smith the whole the whole idea of even forging this to begin with. Halbrand and Calibrand make fast friends and start making this power all heavily influenced by Halbrin in the room and all the while he can't see his girl over there burning a hole into his soul bruh you looking real sussy over there she finally thinks to do some research into his supposed lineage as king of the Southlands, although he never said as such you just assume that shit which is why I laughed out loud when he was like, I told you I got it off a of dead man. I didn't tell any lies. <laughs> you heard what you wanted to hear. Getting cockier by the minute, Halbrand thanks Galadriel for saving his life, but more importantly, bringing him back to the heights of his power and ego by believing in him and forcing him back into the thick of things. Looks like I made a mistake. also tells her he won't let anyone forget that but was it supposed to be a subtle threat of violence on her behalf or an indication of his superiority superiority within society either way are you not embarrassed this is really embarrassing the sauron groupies tell him the stranger that he is bound for ruin there was a lot in this and i ain't gonna lie i got half of it I just know he will be crowned king and some shit, but until he can control his powers, they need to bind him. They know the Harefoots are afoot, and therefore use the most badass looking groupie as bait. For their efforts, Sadik takes a knife to the gut, but he isn't out the fight yet. He is not out the game. The stranger gets his ass handed to him in an effort to make him see. Rocks are enough of a distraction for Sadik to steal the staff but that doesn't stop the fireballs from coming until nori convinces the stranger he is here to help because she believes it it's only when confronted with his power which happens to be light that they realize that this is not sauron but in a starry instead damn if i didn't catch a tear though after the fight because he condemns them back to darkness the cinematography was really nice in this episode uh, especially as he turned himself like the one per- the way the camera angles showing them turning themselves to the different because we saw that a few times that like they're shapeshifters so i was like that shit is scary uh but i did catch a tear as they sit with the man to watch the sun come up as he dies because they're like oh you need the to- ah sorry i know it's time for me to get off the fucking path i just want to watch the sun come up and instead of them I thought they was gonna leave them they're like no we're gonna sit right beside you and the mother and daughter hold hands i finally got my crack ship in the next scene the strongest scene in the southlanders the entire the entire season not the southlanders i'm sorry the numerians 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 uh but my crap ship was going strong in this episode had to come to a to a head at the tail end of this journey but i'll take it below in the deck they keep calling this boy Dwayne the rock johnson not Dwayne rock johnson one of the other stupid 
bald move and now I cannot see it like come on now I was not even thinking that but Valendale he looks like he came back a man he's like yeah I went back very naive I come back I ain't seen some shit below deck though Queen Muriel adjusts to her new life as a blind woman trying to learn how many steps it's going to take her to get to certain things Ellen Deal joins her and I truly did not expect this scene I thought there was going to be tension I thought he was going to be angry but no for some reason it kind of broke me when he already knew how many steps she would need to take to get to the stairs she tells him not to patronize her or she'll have a ship and that's what i started why i started crack shipping them because i thought they were going to be the funny humans that kind of had this light banter between them but rather committed even if they didn't even know each other to this uh this old religion and it would bring them closer and then she would be able to get to fuck with him because there's a little bit of a power difference between the two but alas there was none of that and then in this one scene they were able to do so much because he encourages her to trust him uh, as he has her but she wonders who has him and you could tell this really threw him for a second because he was surprised that she cared about him more than forcing him to be her support because she is at her most vulnerable so of course she's gonna want the person that uh dedicates themselves and says like i got you uh in her most fearful like i said last episode maybe he was crying so hard because he was humbled by that shit when she was like yeah i ain't no bitch i lost a lot but i'm not gonna let that break me i'm not gonna let that change my faith and it's not gonna change what i showed up to do here but she she does care about what he lost you know and she says look i am not gonna hold it against you if you want to resign your post you know because you've caught you've lost something that's very dear uh he decides that his own choices and his faith as he explains that he didn't have a choice when galadriel was there because his name doesn't just mean uh what he said it meant but it also means elf friend which is why she chose him as well and he realizes that he never expected by following the old path that it would cost him so dearly however he affirms that that is part of being the faithful and it's it allows for her to open up on the burden that she's had for so very long alone and why she made the choices she made and why she sticks behind that like look my father said that if we do not follow this path it can lead to darkness and despite what the cost is we need to pay it because it has to be worth it in the end we're praying that it's going to be worth it in the end and I, I thought this was just a really nice moment i know i say i crack ship everything because i do but you know having a friend as well as him then as soon as they're like hey landis is spotted because she has that moment she hasn't leaned on anyone you know every time we see her she has been alone she even blind has barely leaned on anyone and in that in that one moment of him being like what may come we're 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 here to ride or die i'm not leaving you we are gonna do the best that we can do to 
to lead our kingdom back to where it needs to be at and we understand that um then him going back to my queen you know i love the scene because they did a good job acting in it as well because it wouldn't have worked if they could act, you know because he's talking to you and he looks her dead in the eye even though she's blind and i know it's a small thing that it's done so well which only makes it so much harder in the very next scene when he leads her up on the deck and they they're they're back at numenor and then he just walks off and she's like what's wrong what's wrong because it's like dude can you stop just leaving somebody hanging like that (laughs) this is the second time where she's like captain captain and then he was over there crying last episode and it was weird and awkward and this is the same thing it's weird and awkward she's like can you tell me what you see because you haven't answered me and i know he's thinking damn it only fucking gets worse you know i lost my son but she just lost her eyesight now she just came home and lost her father uh and you're gonna be up against a whole bunch i mean they both live there they know what they're up against it's gonna be even harder and so yeah um this is a lot and i know i know canonically i believe and i don't ask me why i know this uh because somewhere at the beginning of the season i was looking up people before it even started so i came across this and i didn't really put it together until just this episode and like recalled it that oh she doesn't she marry farazan or farazan forces her to marry him or something to that effect so i'm like fuck what are they gonna do next episode now that she's even more vulnerable politically wants to help the elves but she may be compromised in that where you know farazan who's heavily political very loved by the people could uh could get could get things uh this way and and that's fucked up she's got to marry that ugly looking old man uh an explosion back in the elven city is a result of the current attempt to bind the mithril it's a failed attempt elrond coaxes or uh lectures patience galadriel co-signs halbrin realizes they need to do the same with the metal and coax them together both men ignoring all reason in their quest for glory i am inevitable galadriel gets the news about halbrand and after the truth of truth is thrown in his face because he comes and finds her and it's like come on come see we almost ready to do this thing at least he admitted it he's like fuck i'm caught ain't no reason to uh pretend because she is clearly not trying to hear it so he tells her look we went against our enemy i hate the orcs is just as much <sighs> man adar who knew that the adar orc story was a twisted slave story <laughs> because they gonna go back and take that take that straight back from them and clearly they're gonna be used continuously in his uh quest for glory and greatness and becoming the isr and all that good shit she led darkness all the way in with her own vengeful quest and now he's convinced that she would make an ideal queen kiki do you love me are you riding say you never ever leave from beside me because i want you and i need you and i'm down for you i love the way their back and forth was filmed first with her brother in valinor is that what it was but he was looking like a creep the whole entire time trying to preach 
the gospel of Sauron. No, no, no. After Morgoth, he's just trying to help heal Middle Earth, and this is all repentance, so that he could be he could be worthy. Except it's like totally more about power, and the fact that he wants her light to bind to him, so that he uh, he doesn't become Morgoth. I don't know. It was a weird. It was a weird uh, pitch. So the elves should leave, but due to saving them, they become his foes, or i don't know i'm yeah this is where i get lost in the lore so i'm just gonna let someone talk to me about it but it all leads to her drowning at some point and he did point out the fact that if they find out what you did your ass gonna be even more friendless than you already are and i'd like you to get the fuck out of here because it very much proves that gilgalad was correct and that (laughs) and that uh she was gonna cause the darkness that she supposedly yeah that's what i mean all of her words last episode should have been in like episode two one galadriel dagger in hand goes after elrond who's like what the fuck is going on like why are you uh saying i need to prove who i am another scene where the camera is around way longer than it needs to be it's like galadriel then he looks back out to nothing and he's like like it was a a a play that's how it was it looked like just run after her why did you need the whole extra scene of you looking around maybe because you were trying to find clues but the fact that you went back for those clues yeah you didn't need to just go after her next scene is weird as halberd is just gone and then she says we don't know him we don't talk about him anymore and just disassociate elrod is told don't ask no questions because you made a promise a very long time ago for our friendship and i'm like no someone needs to drag you for your life choices <laughs> she tells calabrimbor who does it who's not even bothered by any of these events to make three rings because one will corrupt two will divide and three will balance and that's something i felt like should have been discussed a while ago back with the the harfoots the stranger sort of kind of asked lori to join him to go to ruin and he realized he tells her that an astari is a wizard or a wise one and despite demurring that she's had enough adventure for a harfoot so she goes back to her family they're like so here's your shit we know we know we've been new uh you're a part of something bigger now that big man needs you and clearly clearly you uh you've been wanting this your whole life no matter how much we keep telling you to be careful this that and the other thing i was happier that marigold finally decided to do something about her parenting skills when she tells her that well once she did a really good job you know going with her i thought that was part of it but then when she says look i'll be careful she's like no you're gonna be bold and then her dad telling her i listened to all the things even if he thought i wasn't listening all of that was causing a tear to my eyeball and then uh gandalf says when in doubt follow your nose (laughs) they could come back and say that man is not gandalf and we'll just be like okay baby yoda (laughs) baby yoda got a name and still we're like uh there's still baby yoda i don't know what the fuck you talking about who's giga woo woo who 
the rings are created using her brother's sword and if i was in the smithy more this would be sexier and too late elrond realizes what she did and while he doesn't say anything he definitely gonna have to to reckon with her decisions next season because she been reckless as shit and she sat there and smiled and she looked a little evil and i would be distrusting her ass too like what the fuck ma'am what the fuck not only is this sauron in our midst you said not jack shit all not one thing you didn't say maybe we should not do this you're just like no let's keep on doing this but keep this power to ourselves well motherfucker the person that know how to do it is over there and the mithril is over there so i'm sure he can figure it the fuck out i need next season for elrond to be serving you a lot of humble pie and you to be eating it in droves and that's pretty much the conclusion of the episode it wasn't a horrible season for someone who's not particularly in love with the lord of the rings series i thought it was okay um i hope it's better in season two i mean i in season two i probably wouldn't do it week to week i'd probably binge it or binge a few episodes at a time uh because it needs to be much better i mean the cinematography is a 10 out of 10 but the story arcs are a little a little disproportionate the elrond disa and uh during story arc that was great everything else i mean depending on how invested you are with the harfoots i you know i want to be all into the 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 forest people but i think my brain just doesn't know how to shut off just to be like oh man why y'all just got acorns in your ears because that shit i know i had an acorn in my hair ear before my hair that shit is not it's not comfortable you know it's just ridiculous as peacocks in their hair in the 18th century same vibe same vibe but uh yeah as stated if you want to send feedback for any of the new shows that i am doing blackercouch.gmail.com my social media will be below remember to like share and subscribe until next time peace hair grease and blacker magic